Welcome everyone to episode 9 of the Alpha Sports Podcast. This episode is our Sweet 16 edition. Today we will discuss a bit about the games last weekend. Uh, we will pick the games for this coming weekend, uh, Sweet 16 and Elite 8 matchups. And we'll give you our title games and we'll pick you a couple long shots that you might uh, want to put some money on to win the title. I'm joined today by Brandon and Steven, where we're going to talk a little bit about March Madness and uh, dive into a few other topics, probably like normal. Um, so let's just let's jump right into it, um, guys. What was your uh, what was your best moment of the tournament? I've got mine, um, but let's hear what you guys have because mine are mine are a little different. Um, for me, it's it's easy. It's last night, Duke losing. Yeah, that was pretty good. Watching. Uh... Watching what's his face, Luke Kennard. Uh, Luke Kennard get his his fifth foul, and then looking up like just that that crying Northwestern kid. Yes, was, was pretty awesome. I enjoyed that quite a bit. Um, what is it about us that? Uh, side note: What is it about us that just love watching kids cry during March Madness? I don't know that we love it. I think it's just we can't like, stop watching it though. I, I, yeah, I think it's just one of those things where like we remember the time that we were that emotional about it. But uh, we don't cry about anything. Now we um, just get angry. Exactly. And just get real quiet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that that was my favorite moment. Um, and obviously the the two Kentucky wins are pretty awesome. But, oh, yeah, uh, for sure. But, yeah, watching Duke lose almost outweighs those sometimes, especially when you know they're coming. Like Wichita State, I knew we were going to win, but it was going to be – it was a tough game. We barely pulled it out. But, yeah. Yeah, I, I'd say my, my best moment, it's, it's a Duke moment as well. Uh, it, it's going to be Emil Jefferson. He was just berating the official about, I guess, thinking that he got elbowed when he really just got thumbed in the eye. Uh, he's literally just yelling at the official for what seems like a good minute, uh, walks away, then turns around, walks back to the official and starts yelling some more, gets treated, and then he, he runs over, you know, back to the foul line, and he's sitting on the block, uh, and then he's still yelling at the official about what's going on. And he does this massive, just enormous, enormously passive-aggressive bounce pass to the official. That and I don't know how he didn't get a technical, but like that is the most Duke move of all time. It just shows that they get such favoritism in uh, in these games. Brandon, yeah, I had a, a threesome of top moments. Um, two of them you've already mentioned with Kentucky winning and then Duke going down in the fashion that they went down to a team that was not as good as them, and really should have had no business playing with them. But then my third one is uh, Louisville going down to Michigan, especially playing in the same arena as Kentucky. So you know Kentucky fans were cheering on Michigan, just giving them hell the whole time. Yeah, I, I love that about the, the – they do the little pod system where you're able to have, you know – Either Louisville fans cheering against Kentucky, Kentucky fans cheering against Louisville. Same thing down and think they did what in Greens was it in Greensboro? Yeah, Greenville. Greenville. Yeah, you had Duke and North Carolina fans cheering against each other. I mean that's that's what makes the rivalries great is is cheering against those guys. Do you see the people complaining about the fact that South Carolina got to play in Greensville? It's like it's it 
Well, who cares? It's South Carolina. Yeah, t- they were awful. All 36 of their fans that wanted to show up to the I'm, tournament I'm sure, game. I'm sure they had a lot of fans show up, but still. like They're diehard fans. It's Duke. They're like probably the best team in the country right now, playing-wise. And then you go and beat them in the tournament. It doesn't matter if they have home uh, court advantage or whatever. I, I was I'm Complaining about that just makes no sense to me. I think Duke has no... Uh, Way to talk. Every year in the tournament, up until this year, they've had Greensboro, which is like 30 miles outside of Durham. That's It's a home game every year for them, and then they get mad for the one time that someone else gets it and beats them. Yeah. No, I. it's South Carolina. It's a team that you can't even say it's a football school anymore because they lost to Kentucky three straight years. Yeah. So, <laughs> they, I mean, they don't even go bowling now. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I was just – I was amazed by people complaining about that. It's like, get out of here. You're Duke – you got away with back-to-back charges in a game where somehow you still find a way to lose. Yeah, I, just it's Duke, man. It's Grayson Allen elbows people and gets suspended one game, trips people, suspended you know one game, and you got Coach K going off having imaginary surgeries when things don't look good. I probably wishes he would have had another surgery. Now this is what I came back for. Yeah, I could almost see him just like. Hanging it up now. No, I don't think he goes out like that. He's, he's got, I think he's got another five, six years in him. I, I do think though that that one that's going to hurt him severely in the one and done battle uh, battles though. I don't. I think he's going to lose out a lot. You know, he had Harry Giles and Jason Tatum, who in most polls was were one and two. Um, and Giles, you know, he was he was injured, so he kind of gets a little bit of a pass on that. But you know, even Tatum was just no one. No one really talked about him that much. Everyone talked about Markel Fultz, Lonzo Ball. Even, I think, Malik Monk on a national level was talked about more than Tatum. Did anybody really talk about Markel Fultz, though? I don't even know what he looks the like. Only, the only reason why people talked about him was because he was he's projected as the number one overall pick. Not because people watched him play. That's like, fine. I still I could t- like. I, I don't either. Like, so He chose uh, Washington. So like, he, Well, I don't think anyone's going to be going to Washington too much anymore. Yeah, uh, isn't Romar? Michael didn't he get Porter fired? Jr. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. I mean, look at Western Kentucky. Who do they get? They got They've a got, top ten guy. Yeah, What's his name? I don't. I don't remember his name, but but Rick Stansberry is doing some things down there. I'm not saying. I'm just saying that let's let's be on the lookout for maybe some investigations coming on down the road for that. Same I don't thing. care if you're WKU. Oh, yeah. I would cheat all oh, yeah. day. <laughs> I, would I, cheat I, I don't so blame. Much. I don't blame him for cheating. I'm just saying that let's allegedly cheating. Let's let's make sure that we're clear on that. Not trying to get sued by Western Kentucky. Sue us. We don't have any money. You get half of nothing. <laughs> Jokes on you. <laughs> we don't get paid for this. This is fun. Um, all right. So now that you know the first two rounds are over, what? I mean, it's, we kind of have a basketball hangover. What? What do you? What do we do for the next three days? What? Besides talk about sports, obviously we can talk about it all. We can break it down. We can talk about the future matchups. But like tonight, I feel like I should. I just feel like I should be watching basketball, and I'm not. Yeah. Um... It's still the regular season, so I avoid uh, the NBA like the plague. So yeah, even like I'm forced to like the only thing I can watch is the NBA, and I'm still not watching it. Yeah, I uh, two TVs behind us, and they're both off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I think you know, I think I just wake up, go to work, and then literally come home, go right to sleep, and try not to think about no basketball. Just, just catch up on the sleep. Yeah, exactly, and then and then wait for Thursday, Friday games, and and then and then you have to go. Then you go Saturday, Sunday as well. Maybe maybe that's the that's the, my plan. I'll think about is I'll just work like really hard for the next three days and just take off yeah. Thursday and Friday. Note to Stephen's employer: Thursday and Friday he might be quote unquote sick or not there. 
Yeah, this Monday through Wednesday is going to be just a drag-along day where your days seem like 16-hour days at work just because there's nothing going on. Especially over the past, you know, four days where you have Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, where literally you could turn the uh, TV on at noon and have basketball until you wanted to go to sleep at midnight. Yeah. And the, I guess the great thing about March Madness is, is all the games you want to watch, even if you have never... Some of the teams you don't even know where they are. Like I had to double check. I was really confident, but I had to double check that St. Mary's is located in California. Like teams like that, where I have no interest in watching, but because it's March Madness, I cannot turn it off. Yeah, it's probably the most exciting basketball time of the year because you can just really you can pick up on a team that you have no interest in and just fall in love with them. I think March Madness almost like proves the point that gambling makes everything more fun. Yes, without a doubt. Think everyone fills out a bracket, and if no one filled out a bracket, this many people wouldn't watch it. But because they fill out a bracket and maybe put a dollar on it with like 200 other people, and there's something to win and there's something to lose, people are all about it. And that's my point. Gambling makes everything more fun. Oh, yeah. I can tell you this, that... Paying a little bit of attention to the spread since we just did our picks of who's going to win. I didn't pay as close of attention to the spreads as normal, but just knowing that these first two, the the Thursday Friday games, not a lot of them were close, but in Vegas they were close. Like there was a lot of nail biters in Vegas on Thursday and Friday, and for people that bet on the games, though Thursday and Friday was not as bad as what you would have thought. Yeah, I, I was, uh, you know, listening to. Feinbaum, and he was talking about, to Brent Musburger about how Vegas did. And, you know, Vegas always makes money. But Brent Musburger is saying they, they got killed on the over-unders, that uh, so many games were high-scoring that they were just all going over. Now, that was, like, mainly the first round. I think – I don't know the exact statistics, but I would be, wouldn't be surprised if the majority of the games were all over in the first round. And they probably caught up a little bit in the second round. Well, I actually saw in the uh... – I saw just this was only one bracket, but in the Midwest bracket, it was ten out of the twelve games so far have gone over, have hit the over. So if you're yeah. an over guy, life's too short to bet the under, then you are you're sitting pretty um, in your bank account now. Uh, and I believe it was the USC um, SMU game. Southern Miss like just had a tip in. They weren't going to win. The game was out of hand at the end, but they had a tip in and it covered the spread. So like, and they didn't even need to. They didn't like they did not need to shoot it. They didn't need to tip it in, and because of that, they covered. And you know, thousands and thousands of dollars switched hands because of that one irrelevant basket. Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, it's it's funny how Vegas. They're always so damn close. They but are. I, it almost seems like the over under. I don't know if more people don't play it, or I, I don't know the statistics behind it, but. It seems like that one should be relatively easy. You know the styles of the two teams. I guess maybe just the pace and the energy is a little bit higher in the NCAA tournament. You can't really predict that. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, like I said, gambling makes everything more fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Always. We did have a fun, and uh, speaking of the UK-Wichita State game, we did have Greg Marshall's wife who apparently lost her mind. And I don't know if she lost her mind. Apparently she's... Typically like that. I think yeah. she was being herself. She, have a, she was performing a seance while she was cheering for Wichita State, screaming at Kentucky, and just... Cussing that, out players. Yeah, cussing out players, cussing out the coach. I think she's definitely going to have an effect on Greg Marshall, who's a hot name for some teams. I think that's going to... It's probably going to affect him going forward, because... Uh, a little bit. I mean, your, your big-name programs might 
not want to deal with the baggage of a think, psychotic wife. Think about it, though. Like, yeah, psychotic wife. But if if they just asked her not to, like, be as vocal, or maybe, like, Greg is just like, you know what, you got to stay home for a while until you, like, until we get this kind of... You can avoid that situation pretty easily. Yeah. Well, she's got, like, six months till she has to worry about it again, so... Yeah, I don't know. Like us, Wichita State will be watching the rest. That's true. They're going to be joining us on the sidelines. Yes. So... All right, let's uh, let's move on to the actual going forward on the bracket. Do you got any anything you want to add about what just happened in the bracket, or any, um, any last remarks? You know, a couple of surprise things that I didn't really expect to happen. I think I think obviously South Carolina. I didn't even think South Carolina would beat Marquette. Yeah, and I didn't then they either. go beat Duke. That I think was, everyone was fixated on the Marquette Duke Wojciechowski Duke reunion, I, and I, mm-hmm. I was I fell victim to that too. I'm. Uh, Pleasantly surprised at how good West Virginia is doing. They're yeah. rushing it right now. Um, let's see what other surprises. Middle Tennessee State, everyone saw that one come in. Uh, Rhode Island making some noise, but yes. losing to Oregon. Falling a little bit short, yeah. Um, Michigan State, uh, that was that was pretty good. I think the big storyline is the ACC yes. and how they got just destroyed. They had... I think four teams lose by like 20, three or four teams lose yeah, by 20 was, plus points. It was bad. It was yeah. real bad. So, I mean, talk about your best conference, uh, the best uh, the best year for a single conference ever, I think someone said. Yeah. And uh, I heard man, that too. Could you be any more wrong? Yes. Choked under the pressure. And not only choked, just got destroyed. Brandon, you got any final remarks about the tournament? Uh, I'm really impressed with the way Florida is playing. Uh, I didn't expect them to blow out Virginia, you know, all season you see teams from the ACC play well, you see that conference doing well and everybody kind of knocks each other off and stays in that high, you know, seed range or top 25 range. Like Duke lost how many games and was a two seed. Yeah. And they go and lose that. And then Florida just puts on an absolute berate against them. They're playing really hot right now. Good deal. So moving on, we've got, we're in the sweet 16, of course. So we have four teams in each division or each bracket left. Um, we're going to give you our final four picks of each of these brackets, um, and let's see how accurate we are. Again, we'll we'll give you the updates each round. So we'll put our picks on. Uh, I think we've been putting them on Instagram. We'll put our picks up of what we pick for the rounds um, as the teams move on. It's not actually our bracket, uh, but we'll just pick the game. So. I'll go first, and I'll tell you that out of, what is this, the East Bracket, I'm going to go with Florida out of the East Bracket. I'm going to go with, out of the West Bracket, West Virginia. I'm going to go with Kentucky out of the South. And I'm going to go with a surprise pick of Purdue out of the Midwest. I think it's going to be, I think this weekend's going to be filled with upsets. And I'm looking at, what, I guess three... Four seeds and a two seed in my final four. I like it. I like all those picks. Um, the East, I agree with you. I think Florida is playing the best out of anyone in that. I think Baylor could give them a run for their money, but I still think Florida ends up getting to the final four out of there. Out West, though, I'm going to take an unpopular pick because they've never made it this far. I'm going to go with Gonzaga. I think Would that be their it. first final four? Yeah, first one ever. They've wow. made the Elite Eight, but never the final four. I can and see I, that. I mean, it's it's not un, it's not unfathomable. Yeah, I think they're due. Finally, they're no longer Cinderella, and no one gives them credit anymore. And let's just see if once they can just prove everybody wrong. Out of the Midwest, I 
I still like Kansas. Yeah. Their guard play is better than I would say most in the rest of the tournament. Maybe the best. Um, Michigan's playing really hot, but they're bound to cool off. They haven't played well all season. They just hit a big spurt. Or it's that near-death experience they experienced on the runway. Maybe that just, you know, they prayed too much and things went well for them. Yeah, Beelon did, did some phenomenal work with that, uh, with that plane. And then out of the South, as much as I want to pick Kentucky to make it out, I think UCLA. Like, after watching, I haven't watched much of UCLA other than the game against Kentucky, but Lonzo Ball has just, he does things that, he makes everyone else look slow on the court. And I just feel like he's that X factor. And he has a good team around him. He's got shooters. He's got size, athleticism. I see them making their way out of the South. All right, Steven. Yeah. Um, UCLA out of the South, I don't think that's horrible. One counterpoint I would make is all this talk about Steve Alford going to Indiana. That's, and that's, that's that, very true. That's going to have a little mental effect on the player's mindset. Um, think about it, all the Ball brothers are supposed to come through there. Who the hell is going to be the coach if he goes there? So that's going to be, I think, a topic of all the conversation all week. And that could uh, impact uh, their preparation for Kentucky. With that said, um, I'll start with the East. I've been picking Baylor to go to the Final Four um, since the beginning. I think uh, with some of the losses that have happened, it's really set it up well for them. And I'm continuing to roll with Baylor. I think, Florida, like Brandon and Jacob said, Florida both is playing well. Um, Wisconsin's surprisingly playing pretty well. As, and uh, But I still think Baylor's going to come out of there. <clears throat> so, And then from the West standpoint, um, I have no faith in Gonzaga. I honestly could say lock of the week is just West Virginia beating them. Um, West Virginia's hot. And so I, I have no faith in West Virginia and uh, Gonzaga making it there. But I think as up and down as Arizona is, almost losing to St. Mary's, making it interesting, you know, in their conference tournament, I still think uh, they're going to come out of the West. I think they're, gonna, they're not going to end up facing Baylor. And uh, I think they're probably the – it's weird. They're, it feels like they're almost an underdog in that bracket, even though they're the two seed. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm I'm feeling that Arizona out of the West, and from the Midwest, I think it's Kansas. I think it's their year. They made it to the Sweet Sixteen, and and they really don't have much. I mean, Purdue. I thought I honestly thought Michigan State. I think you and me both agreed. Michigan. I thought Michigan State was going to give them yeah a I thought lot they more were. of a test than a they did point for a blowout. while. They did for a long while. I mean, Michigan State was like, oh crap, we have 15 losses on the season, and we're going to play like we usually do. So I'm picking Kansas. So I mean, that one's uh, – I just don't see Purdue stopping them, and I don't see Oregon or Michigan making any uh, any pressure on them. From the south, I'm going hard here, and I'm picking Kentucky. I think, like I said, I think some of the Steve Alford talk will have, a, uh, have an impact on UCLA. And not to ma- mention, UK's got that revenge factor. They lost him at home. And uh, I think they've lost two. Is it two or three straight times to UCLA? Three two. straight times. Two. They two lost. To, they lost him in Rupp this year. Yeah, and they lost right. to him. That's right. Previous year. If they lost to him this time, it'd be three straight. I don't think. I don't think Cal has that in him. No, and I, I, I think Malik Monk has has just been so cold recently that he's just bound to go off for about fifty points here somewhere. That would be amazing. Um, and you know, 
I honestly could see with the way UNC played against Arkansas, I could see Butler beating them of all yeah, things. That so, would be that would be but I, that would be great and horrible at the same time. I, I see Kentucky yeah. is is it's a rematch all the way to the title. So I mean I think I think they play they play UCLA for a rematch, they play UNC for a rematch, and they play Kansas for a rematch. And that's what it's gonna be. So that's why I'm picking Kentucky out of there. So I rolled with uh, Baylor, Arizona, Kansas, and Kentucky. That's my final four. Yeah. Looks like I'm I'm the only one that went went long shots on this and kind of went off the off the rails. I'm either gonna look like a genius or an idiot when this is all said and done. There's no no middle ground for me on this. Yeah, you um, could have picked someone that already lost. Yeah, that's true. I could have looked way worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that. Yeah. Um all right. So who we got in the title game? Who's going home with the hardware? Uh, We're going reverse order. Steven, you go first. Sure. Um well, it's going to be Kentucky with the hardware, and I don't care who they play. Uh, honestly, I think they play. Kentucky versus the world. It is. Uh, I think they play Arizona. Um, I picked that in my bracket. I'm going to stick with we'll get, it. We'll get redemption from 97. Yeah, think about it. We'll get, we'll get that redemption. Uh, Steve Bibby, if you're still alive, Mike, eat it. Mike Bibby? Mike, you too. Well, Simon. <laughs> uh, but both of them, they can eat it. Um, but, yeah, no, I think, I think they make it out, and especially if my Final Four happens away. I think Arizona's better than Baylor. And uh, if it's the two of them, I think it's an easy road for Arizona. And, uh, man, if Kentucky can beat UCLA, UNC, and Kansas, Arizona, like that's those are some tough teams back-to-back, but yeah. I still think I mean, they it's the blue bloods of college basketball. Yes. That's, I mean, more combined titles than the rest of the entire field probably. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to do the math on that, but I'm going to go ahead and put my stamp of approval on yeah. that. Yeah, so it would be probably one of the best runs ever. Um Coming from a Tuesday, and I, um, wow, let's take that back. A couple of years ago, we were an eight seed, and we we, yeah, we, we, did some, <laughs> we went to the title. So we've we've done some crazy things before, but uh, I think it's doable. And uh, I'm going with Hart, and I'm picking the Cats versus Arizona, and the Cats are going to win. Very nice. Right, I like I like Kansas to take it home. Um, who they play, I'm still a little tossed up against. I think. If Florida and Gonzaga happen to meet in the type or in the Final Four, I like Florida to win that. And if it's a Florida Kansas national championship, I usually take Kansas. They're playing really well, and it seems like they're just hitting their strides. They have Frank Mason, who's probably going to win Player of the Year. Mm-hmm. Josh Jackson, as a freshman, he's probably going to be, if not, you know, he's in top three freshman of the year yeah. between him, Ball, and uh, Markel Folds. And, excuse me, I just like, you know, they have all the keys. They can shoot, they can penetrate, they have a big guy who's not necessarily like, he can do it all. He can score if need be, he rebounds well, he plays defense, and they just, you know, I just like their team. Yeah, all right. I'm going to go with, I'm I'm following Steven, and I'm going to go with the Cats, bringing home the hardware. Uh, but I'm going to have them going against – I'm not going to have them going against uh, Arizona because I didn't have them in my Final Four. I chose West Virginia. So I think West Virginia is going to end up beating – who did I pick out of that one? Florida. So I got West Virginia and Florida. A chance for an all-SEC final. Doubt it's going to happen. So I'm going to go West Virginia and Kentucky. Kentucky brings home the hardware. And I think I'm going to have a few more gray hairs because of this tournament. Compliments of the Cats. So, what about long shots? You got any long shots? Anyone that, you know, we take away who we picked for the Final Four. The 16 teams left, I think, uh, according to the odds, starting from the bottom to the top, you got Xavier, South Carolina, Butler, 
Purdue, Wisconsin, Oregon, West Virginia, Michigan, Baylor, Florida, and then the normal, the Blue Blood. So any of those guys stick out as a, hmm, they could do it. I think Michigan could be the one. They, they have They're going to make a movie if Michigan wins the title. Yeah, well, they have, they have a Hall of Fame coach in Beeline. So he, I think, could motivate his players in order, you know, to keep this run going. I really don't see it happening, but their style of play, their up pace, shoot threes, and it's just one of those things. It's, it's a style that if they're on, it's hard to stop. They play defense well enough to stop teams and to make a, a you know a small run, get to the final four, and once you get to the final four, you just never know what might happen. Yeah. I think I, I'm my long shot. I'm going to go with Purdue with with Caleb Swanigan, who is arguably possibly the best. He's definitely the best big man in the tournament this year, but arguably one of the best players uh, in the tournament that's left. Long shot Purdue plus two thousand on the money line, so you're getting them for twenty to one odds. A five dollar bet will net you a hundred bucks. I like those odds, especially with it being a long shot in Purdue, and they've actually got a star player. I think they have a couple. Yeah. I, I I don't hate that. I just the bracket doesn't line up well for them. No, it doesn't. Not at all. It's my, a horrible yeah. draw. But I don't it's know. It's a my, money play for me. My long shot, and it's gonna be a little crazy. But I think Wisconsin. I could see Wisconsin. Just the bracket sets up so well for them. They could easily play a West Virginia or you know, um, in the final West Virginia in the final four or. Uh, I mean Arizona. I think they, like I said, I think they can make it there, but I don't think they're that great. And then, really, they only have to beat really one team. And that's the team in the title, and that's everyone's nervous that game. So if they if they could get there, I think they have a shot. So yeah. I mean, I think, it, like I said, it just sets up well for them. I think Florida. Guess they played really good against Virginia, but that might have been a little bit of a fluke. So yeah, if Wisconsin get past Florida and then plays the likes of Baylor or South Carolina, I think. Uh, they're pretty much they're already there, right? They've got to beat one decent team and then they gotta play a really good team in the title. So that's why I think uh Wisconsin could be a sleeper. Yeah, I that's that's a huge sleeper pick for me, and that's eighteen hundred plus eighteen hundred on the money line. That's that's a it's a it's a good good chunk of coin if you hit that. So uh finish up with our bracket picks. So uh, start off with yours truly. I am 36 out of 48 on my picks. At seven, that's going to come in at 75%. Steven is 33 out of 48 at 69%. Rob comes in at 34 out of 48 for 71%. And our coming into the clubhouse as our leader is Brandon with 37 uh, out of 48 at 77%. Uh, Brandon, you have any, uh, any words, words of wisdom for everyone since you seem to be picking these teams best? Uh, it seems to be most of this tournament, especially early on, was pick one or two upsets and keep the favorites in line. Uh, but when it came to the next round, I kind of st- stuck with that and didn't do so hot. So really, I think this this tournament and is all up in the air. You know, just you just pick with your heart. That's the best way to go most of the time. All right. So uh, we'll leave you with uh, we've got another flat earther. So we're, we're big into flat earth. Uh, we've got one more guy. Uh, the largest flat earther of them all is uh, Shaquille O'Neal. He quoted as uh, saying, I drive from coast to coast, and this shit is flat to me. I'm just saying, I drive from Florida to California all the time, and it's flat to me. 
I do not go up and down at a 360 degree angle. And all that stuff about gravity, have you looked outside Atlanta lately and seen all these buildings? You mean to tell me that China is under us? China is under us. It's not. The world is flat. So we'll leave you with that. Shaq, you got, you got something, Brandon? I just I feel like he just wanted to say something ridiculous. It's always between him and Charles Barkley. There's always something going on that one of them just has to get on the news just to be relevant for a little bit longer. Yeah, they do. Steven, you want to comment on Shaq and Flat Earth? I think he's right. Right. I think Steven is jumping on the Flat Earth train. <laughs> I think he's right. I think he's uh, China is not below us. It's around us. That's around. Ooh. Yeah, see. Ooh, I see what you did there. See, he uh, <laughs> he didn't think it all the way through. I think I think Shaq's playing a different angle that none of us are even thinking about yet. So Shaq's just staying woke. He didn't even think about that. I, I don't even know what Shaq's doing. It could be just trying to stay relevant, or he's trying to be funny. Who knows? Yeah. Um, I don't know who who started this whole thing, but it's such a joke. I mean, it is a joke, but a lot of them are taking it serious. It's not a joke to them. Yeah, it's just when you look up in the sky and everything else is round, why the hell would we be flat? (laughs) Just to mix it up. I mean, we have people on it, so we like to mix it up. Well, I'm sure Shaq thinks the the universe revolves around him. True. um, It wouldn't be surprising to think that he thinks the world's flat. All right, I think that's going to do it for us tonight. Um, Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Alpha Sports Pro. You can find us on Facebook and uh, also our website at alphasportspro.com. Uh, hopefully, uh, we'll be putting some a little more a little more content out there on the podcast and a little bit more frequently. Uh, if you notice, this one's going to be a lot shorter than what they normally are. We're hoping to do that more often. Um, give you a little bit, two episodes a week. Um, and yes, we still have a Bachelor uh, episode with Brandon coming up, so stay tuned for that. Until then, we'll see you. Gravity's not real. And there you are You're running for your life You're a shooting star And all the years No one knows Just how hard you worked But now it shows In one shining moment It's all on the line In one shining moment They're frozen Time is short and the road is long in the blinking of an eye. That moment's gone, and when it's done, win or lose, you always reach your best. Cause inside you knew that in one shining moment you reached deep inside. One shining moment. Feel the wind in your face 
It's more than a contest. It's more than a Inside you know, in one shining.